Hello. Guess what? Special thing today. We actually decided to meet in a coffee shop to record our podcast. You know, normally we talk about having our cup of coffee. And just what would the premise of this show be? As if we were sitting in a coffee shop and people were overhearing us. I know, but the weird part is most people don't sit with a little kind of microphone thing. It's actually a big microphone, haven't it you is. noticed? What's his name? His name's Blue. He's a Yeti. <laughs> Seriously, like this is like total bring attention. Most people don't want attention. I could care less, but bottom line, it is a little weird because I, I know that people are looking. But that's the whole premise of the podcast. So see, so now we're bringing this whole concept to reality. We're talking and they're listening to us. They're overhearing what we're saying. I'm just saying. I know, I know. It's weird. And the owner's already come by going, what are you guys doing? <laughs> You know, we should just rope her in and say, hey, come, come talk. I know, sometime we need to do that. And I am sorry that I was late this morning because I left the house without my makeup bag that I was going to put makeup on because we were actually going to be having coffee in public instead of in private. <laughs> so you don't put makeup on to come see me? Not usually. Why? But I stopped at Walgreens and she's like, as soon as I walk in the door, hello, beautiful. And my heart melted. I'm like, oh, because I'm starting, you have to no... get me- <laughs> starting to get makeup and you're calling me beautiful. See, Aww. you don't need makeup to be beautiful. No, I know that. I don't want to talk about makeup, but anyway, I just needed to even out my colors. Yes. I had red, kind of white and brown because I was out in the sun. Oh my gosh, this is what I wanted to tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm not much of an outdoors type, let's work in a garden, let's get dirty, let's pull weeds. But Brian needed me to do that. He wouldn't do Okay. It. That's not, so I took it upon myself. I have a very dear friend who comes over and does landscaping and does things, but I needed to take responsibility for my own property. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the dirt. I was digging, getting weeds and no music, just spending time with the Lord and in my head. And I got a hole in my gloves, so I had to get a new pair of gloves. I'm working hard. And all of a sudden, I had this thought pop in my head. Thank you, God, I'm not a part of a nudist colony. (laughs) What? What does that have to do with gardening? Because I'm literally sitting in the dirt, and the sun's beating down on me, and I'm digging in the dirt, and my body parts are all in different configurements, and my head popped. What if I were part of a nudist colony? Oh my gosh, it must be scary inside of your head. Sometimes. Sometimes. But seriously, I don't know where that came from, but I was just like, thank you, Lord, for clothes. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lord, for clothes. That's a good place to start. I knew you would would appreciate it. And I shared that conversation (laughs) with my husband, and of course, he took it in a different direction. But we'll just leave it at that. When Tom and I were going to California, and I told him I was going to take him to some beaches. And he was like, what happens if we end up at a nudist beach? And I go, well, I'm not joining them. We'll just leave. (laughs) And he's like, okay. So so I had friends that on their honeymoon, the husband wanted to go to a nude beach. And she was like, huh. So they went. And apparently they said it was the weirdest thing. There was more eye contact at that beach than they had ever had in their whole life. Like just in general, the eye contact that happened at that beach. Okay. Having just been to a beach... I have to say that they can be clothed and still kind of make me go, ew. No, I know, I know, but I, I mean, just... I That's why I stayed completely clothed, because nobody needs to see that. Uh, I, I just, I don't know, just the whole concept of public nudity. Why, why, why? Sorry, that's not where I, I wouldn't want the sand in the crack of my butt. That's what I'm talking about with gardening when you're, when you're like in the dirt and all the bugs. Oh. <laughs> 
That's what oh you're talking about. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I thought you meant the sun hitting you and burning you. No, I'm, no. All the dirt and the bugs and the, anywho. So my oh, coffee's that's funny. good. This is fun to have and do this here because my coffee is really well, good. Well, and I got a different coffee than what I would normally get. You no. got the coffee that I recommended to you, right? I needed you to help me order it. But you messed up the ordering. I texted it to you, and then I couldn't remember what it was. So That's okay. I got it. You got to look back picture. at the text. I took a picture of it, but my name's on it, so that was fun. Does it taste so good? My name. Oh, they, it's name another Angie. Wow. Listen to that. There's two people that are named Angie. You should Angie. go up and show them your ID and get another drink. It's no, me. I wouldn't do that. Anyway, so how Unless, was your do you weekend? Think, do you think she made me another drink? I don't know. She probably She's, did. She, because it wasn't full when I got back. Oh, she maybe made me another one. Hang on. All right, so I'm going to talk about Angie as she's going because she has no idea what I'm saying. So apparently the owner here at the coffee shop came by and was like, what in the world are you doing? We're like, we're going to record. We do a podcast. And she said, oh my gosh, how do you guys like not butt heads? I'm like, we hold each other accountable. Okay, that's all I have to say. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'll listen like, to it later. I know. I'm like, Angie has no idea. She did order me a whole new one. Bless her heart. Yeah. Okay, so now we got to give her kudos to like tell people where we are. Well, I just said we're at a coffee shop, so you can go ahead and give her kudos. So, you and I live, well, no, we don't live near each other anymore. We used to live in Bell Fountain, but this coffee shop is in Bell Fountain. It's one of the local Christian-owned coffee shops. It's called Sweet Aromas. And Beth and Will own this place. Mostly Beth. But, you know, when you're a... Partner, it doesn't matter <laughs> right. who's where, it's both of them. So when she came by and I said, I got to get a refill, and she just went and ordered me a new one, which was really sweet. I thought she was just going to fill up the first one. Well, mine was full, so she didn't refill mine, but I wanted something top shelf. <laughs> top shelf? <laughs> that's kind of, that's when you're not of... a drinker, you got to go with top shelf coffee. Oh my God. Speaking of coffee, my dilemma lately is there was a sale at Kroger on Pete's Coffee. Okay. This is our favorite type of coffee. It is? Pete's coffee is fantastic. And oh we get the gosh. decaf, okay? Okay. Now, my mother and I will take a, a cup of black coffee from Pete's. The decaf, it's called Major Dickinson's. And we'll drink that and go, wow, this is a great cup of coffee. But Tom has no palate. He's like, it all tastes like coffee to me. Right. So he doesn't care. He only cares when there's sugar and there's enough sugar and stuff. I did a click list first. Because I was in a hurry. And so I did a click list, and they said there's no Major Dickinson's. And I was like, oh, Wait, what? is that the kind of Pete's, Pete's Major Dickinson? Yeah, um, Major Dickinson is the is the type of coffee that's okay. from Pete's coffee. Okay, okay. And it's P-E-E-T-S. Right, right, right. right? I picture okay. it in my head. And it's decaf, so we wanted decaf. So I said, well, I'll just go to the store. I'll go to a different Kroger and see if I can find it. I went to a different Kroger, and the whole Pete's section was completely wiped out. And I went out and said, can I get a rain check? Because, listen, it's usually $13, but they sometimes have it on sale for like 6 or $7. Yeah. And then I buy as much as I can. I went up to him and he goes, it depends on if it's in the ad. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, if they don't have it in the online ad, I can't give you a rain check. Seriously? That's so weird. I could not. So now we're... <laughs> Sounds so horrible. It's the first world problems. We're having to drink other coffee. <laughs> oh. Is it is it instant? Like is it Folgers? The instant? Oh gosh, I would never. Okay, I would never dive to Folgers level. Did your grandparents use Folgers? My mother used to. Then she went to Tim Hortons. All right, so I finally landed on Seattle's best. 
because I have yes. to have a decaf. Yes. But it's medium roast. See, the thing about Pete's Major Dickinson's is it's dark roast, and I like my dark roast. And I don't like dark roast. And before shipping was a thing, like Amazon and all this stuff, Brian and I, who was in med school, we used to get Seattle's best shipped to us directly from Seattle. We thought we were like the people. I looked at Pete's website, and you cannot get Pete's coffee at a discounted rate from them. It's freaking expensive. Really? They want you to go to their retailers, and so, you know, you just do it. Anyway, it's all good. So then the, and then the whole the whole sale ended. So now I got to go back to Kroger and see if they've restocked. I'm wondering if maybe they had that sale to get rid of their old stock. You know, Does coffee ever expire? Oh yeah, it's got an oh. expiration on it. Oh, you just don't know enough about coffee. How can we be friends? I yeah, I don't know. Anyway, here's what I was thinking. So Brian and I were talking this morning, and we were talking about the podcast, and he listens to it, and he's like, "I really miss it," and I'm like, "Well, continue to chime in." He misses us. He does he, he miss does. listening to me or does he miss I'm sure listening that's to what it is? Because <laughs> he hears you every day. I'm, I'm sure he misses me. I think what he honestly we'll have to have him on sometime. I think what he enjoys is that overhearing and hearing me in a different talking element, to your girlfriends. Yes, because you get to know people better. Yes, oh. just kind of that. It's a different level than husband. And it's kind of a legal spying. Setting. Illegal spying. It's legal spying. Oh, okay. So well, anyway, hi Brian. I have nothing hi Brian. To hide Thanks here. for listening, and I'm yes. glad that I could I could share my voice with you. Yes, yes. It's all about you, Angie. Okay. <laughs> so here's where we here's where we were at. I was telling him, I'm like, I always feel like we're promoting something, but you know what? Truth be told, we're consumers. It's word of mouth. That's how women, we people. How does that work? What is you this? turned me what on to Turo. Yes. And I turned you on to a Chagachino. Yes. This place. Yes. Sweet Aromas. Yes. Sweet that Aromas in Bell Fountain, right on Court Street. <laughs> okay, right there. Right there. I feel like it's a Truman Show thing. There but that's, goes back to they're that. friends, and they are really good to us, and so why not? The point is, I don't think that it's putting in a plug. I really think we're just talking about our life and what we run into and what the do's and the don'ts. Right? Yeah, I mean, help each other out. Don't garden naked. And <laughs> don't go to the beach naked. <laughs> yes, there. Bam. Duly noted. Duly noted. There's just no way. I wouldn't care how good I looked. I would never go to a nude beach. Sorry. Not how good you, you really? Not how good you'd look? No. No. If I looked that good, I'd be dressing up for my husband. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go down that oh, conversation oh. again. Speaking of dressing up for my husband. Oh, okay. He was taking me on a proper date on Friday night. Okay. We had a Texas Roadhouse coupon. So I put on a black dress that I have not worn since, well, I haven't worn it for him at all. Because I bought it, it's a knit dress, so okay. it's stretchy, and I love it. And you can wear it any time of the year because it's short sleeve knit and real light. And I bought it on sale when Maurice's was having a sale. There's a Maurice's plug. So I bought it on sale, and I just haven't had an opportunity to wear it. And I wore it with my cowboy boots because he was taking me to Texas Roadhouse. Well, then he saw what I was wearing, and he put his cowboy boots on and his ball cap, which is my favorite. He looks so good in it. Oh, he looks so good. <laughs> Did you guys get a picture? Did you get a selfie or anything? Well, no. Why don't yeah. you take pictures? Because I'm not into that whole social media No, 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 no. It thing. doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be social media. It's just nice to look back. Oh at yeah, I guess I could have done that to document things. I didn't. You know why? Because I, first of all, I'm not in that mindset where I take pictures of my whole life. But the second thing is, I try to put my phone down when we're having dinner. I don't even like. I put it on Do Not Disturb because oh, I, aren't he's, you better than everybody? 
It's true. We've, we're missing our communication. I mean, how often do you see a whole family sitting at dinner and they're all on their phones? Oh, I know. We point that out to our kids. And, and honestly, it comes, I, I do not take it as an approach of judging. I just say, I want you to look and observe. Not right or wrong. We do things differently. Put your phone down. Okay, face-to-face communication and conflict resolution and just being able to discuss things, it's all becoming a lost art. I mean, you know, when you think about what people say on social media, if you will come to me and talk to me in a respectful way and tell me what you don't like about what I'm doing, that's different. Right. That's a conversation. I remember talking to an artist one time, and it just so happened that somebody else in their band had gotten chastised for what they were wearing. It was not an inappropriate outfit, girl. And it was not an inappropriate outfit, but somebody just had to pick it apart. And he said to me, he goes, that's the kind of person I want to talk to. Because I want to have a conversation with them about what they feel is inappropriate and why is that such a big stinking point. I mean, and this woman, she threw a fit when she found out what this girl was wearing. I'm like, whatever she was wearing was not inappropriate at all. So help me understand, this is my thought. If someone has such a major issue that they're picking apart someone else, the issue I'm learning is more about that person who has the issue. Yes. Yeah. So my husband has this thing called the judgment path. He did a sermon last week and he talked about it. And when we are going down this path, we can either choose to love or we can choose to judge. But as soon as we choose to judge, then we start getting bitter and we start getting resentful and then we start working on unforgiveness. I mean, there's there's a, a what they call a judger's path. And if you look it up, it's a pretty interesting document. I might put a link to it in the show notes, but yeah, it's true. And I hate the fact that he always points it out to me because he points it out to me when I'm, you know, judging, (laughs) but, but he did a great job with the sermon and talking about trying to love. And I actually had a conversation with God about this the other day, because, you know, when he calls us to love, that means we're supposed to love the people who hate us, not just the people who love us. When we love, we have to love like him. Do you know how many people he loves? that hate him because they don't understand who he is. And we are called to do the same thing. And so we can't love in order to get something back. That is just the wrong way of going about it. So I'm gonna take this to another level as I'm processing what you're saying. Okay. One of the toughest things I'm learning with the kids is the way that they're learning to accept themselves and not judging themselves or not being upset with themselves because they, quote, failed or didn't do this or didn't do this. Yeah. And I do that. Mm -hmm. I get so mad at myself because I forgot to get this thing at the store or I forgot to do this or I wasn't. We don't have grace for ourselves. No. That's ugly. So I, I do church for a, a assisted living. Right, right, right. And yesterday was the final sermon series that I'd been doing on about the Father. And I had done a sermon series on God is our provider, God is our protector, the Trinity, and how God and, and Jesus, what he gave us with Jesus. And yesterday it was about God the judge. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading the Old Testament right now because we're doing the Bible in a year. And actually listening to it because okay. we're doing it as a church. And for me, 
I'm listening to it in a different version and I'm trying not to dig into like pieces because that's what stops me up is I get into a scripture and then I want to dig into one area and I'm forcing myself to just listen and, you know, stay on plan. Anyway, I'm going through the Old Testament and there's a lot of judgment by God. And it's like, we think because we are his children that we have the right to judge as well. Brant Hansen has a great book called Unoffendable, and yes. he talks about this. Yes. And we think that we have the right to judge as he judges. And so yesterday I was talking about God the judge, but God is the only one who has the ability to judge. He has the right to judge. What does he call us to do? He calls us to love and not to judge. But we always want to interject truth. We always want to interject, you know, help them. Thus saith Nicole. Thus yeah. saith Angie, yeah. not thus saith the I, But I know a lot of people say, I want to speak truth to them. And I want to um, help them to come out of alcoholism or whatever it is that they're dealing with. But that takes relationship. And you have to love somebody first and develop that love relationship with somebody before they're willing to hear truth. We talked about your friend, and you know your friend's not living the way he should be living right now, but you've been loving on him for years, right? And now he's finally starting to understand that God is a God of love because he sees it in you. And it's making a difference in his life. And God can use that to change him in whatever way God wants to change him, but that's God's job and not our job. It's been a beautiful process. I mean, of all people, it's just been a beautiful process. Yeah, but you're living it. And I'm very proud of you the way you have been continuing to live it. I did the same thing with a a gentleman that used to come to our church who was a transgender. And I took him with me to Christian concerts and stuff like that, where people would see him in a dress and his long hair. And, you know, I gave him a job and he said, thank you, because I I felt like I was just kind of standing out. I gave him a job and I made him hold CDs and then he felt like he was doing something, you know? And he wanted to be identified as a she. And when he was dressed up in his dresses, I said she, not because I'm in agreement. There's a difference between agreement and acceptance. I didn't accept what his lifestyle is, but I wanted him to know I accepted him and I wanted to build a bridge to him. And if he knows that I am building that bridge, If he asked me, I had this conversation with a a boss of mine who was gay, and she said, what do you think? And I said, if you want my opinion, I will tell you. But what I'm going to tell you about this, and then it was a totally separate subject that she was asking me about. But I will always tell people that they are loved. I'll put it back on them. They are loved by God and, and all of that. And if they ask me my opinion, then I will be sure to tell them what I believe the Bible says. Right. It's not my opinion as much as what God is telling me is his opinion. And that's what I follow. But see, people don't ask my opinion. They just want to know what I'm going to live. So what am I living? I'm living love. Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I making any sense? No, it does. I'm following. There's just heavy thoughts and conversation about it. It really is. Yeah, it really is a hard decision. It is. And it's not a... You know, everybody does it this way. Right. What right. God is asking you to do exactly. is not the same of what he's asking me to do. And that's exactly right. This is where I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to be a bridge builder. Now, I'm not going to go out and chase after, you know, all these different people who are going down the road. But God puts people in my life for a reason and for a season. And that's what my ministry is right then and there. doesn't matter who they are. I was thinking about this the other day and I'm trying to remember what the point was. <laughs> Now there was something that came to my mind. You know how things come into your mind and then poof, they go. Yes. I don't like that. 
But okay. did you notice there's a pineapple on the table? Oh, my stars. <laughs> I did, as a matter of fact. So, Nicole is really crazy about pineapples. If you had an Oh My Stars with a pineapple on that, that's your shirt, so that would be cool. Here's the beautiful part about the pineapples. Pineapples. Okay. Okay. Do tell me, what's the okay. beautiful part about pineapples? So, I have a charm bracelet. I have a pineapple on it. We bought it, gosh, in Hawaii. And we lived in Hawaii over 16 years ago. Why not a coconut? Because it was pineapples. I went to the Dole Pineapple Factory. We ate pineapples, fresh pineapple. Oh. It's amazing. I bet. Yeah. I have no idea what that's like. Oh, seriously. I mean, just. So it's always been this love. So when we came to the community, I noticed there was a pineapple on the fountain. And you realize there's a folklore about that pineapple. Well, I didn't know for years later, but I told Brian that we moved to Belle Fountain to grow roots. Yeah. That's why we moved here. Yeah. And it was eight years ago. And if we didn't move here right now, Brian would be retired from the military. We'd have full medical, full retirement. We'd yeah. be sitting pretty. Sitting pretty. Yep. The world would say we're doing great, but we would have moved within the last eight years. Over the course of eight years, we would have moved another four times. We would just yeah. be moving again. Yeah. And here's Isabel graduating. The kids would have, you know, just yeah. all those things. So when we moved here and I saw that pineapple, I'm like, Brian, it's a sign. It, it oh. is. And I'm like, Bell Fountain means beautiful spring. And God has placed in my heart this, this vision and this concept of a beautiful spring. And I mean, I have notes in a journal, Angie, that talk about God and his love and what he has. And it has beautiful spring on there. Wow. I mean, all these things. Wow. What's a great confirmation. Goosebumps. I know. But I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, I wanted to do this. Now that fell through. Okay, I want to do this. Well, that fell through. And this isn't going how like I thought. But I know that God's continuing to orchestrate hmm. all of it. So, yes, I love pineapples. I always have. And I have now a pineapple I story. in every room, almost every room in my house. And I Really? Just, yes. You didn't know that? You got to come no. back to the house. Yeah. I know you got a room of mirrors. You got a room of dining, which nobody uses. There's a pineapple in every room. Really? Yes. And it's always been like that. And I just had my friend come to the house and measure because I'm looking at getting pineapple wallpaper. Shh, don't tell anyone. When are you going to make your kitchen and your dining room open? Oh, my stars. Ask Brian. Brian? No, we've got other, we've got, I know, we've got other things that are a little bit more of a priority. And I understand and respect that. I think that's going to be the aha, like, whoa, in, in due time. We had a plan, but as you know, it was a new kitchen or new roof and trip to Hawaii. So we took the new roof in Hawaii. So where your dining room is now is a perfect spot for a dining room. And then you could Hello. take the actual dining room and make that into a bigger kitchen. Yes. That's, that's the idea? Plan. Yeah. Okay. Knock out the wall. Kitchen, dining room, become kitchen. Then yeah. I'll take the, quote, mirror room, and I'll make that a formal dining room. We oh, you want, are? We want a formal dining room. Okay, because the other living room is... people over. Yeah, I see what you're saying. We love it. But I always thought your big dining room table was your formal dining room. But you're not going to keep is. it there. It is our formal dining room. But not the dining room. The table oh that's out in the living room area. Oh, my stars. Okay. So we have a family room, which is the great room. Yes. Yes. And you have a dining room table in there. Yes. That's where I thought you were putting the dining room table no. in the long run. No, 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 no. Then our formal dining will become our kitchen dining. Then the mirror room, which I call the living room. It is a living room. Yes. Nobody well, uses it. Yes, we do. I hide there all the time. Do you? Of course. It's the only room that's clean in the house. If if you're going to make that a formal dining room, are you going to leave the mirrors up so we can all see ourselves eat and eat less? 
Sure. <laughs> sure. Don't you have a piano? No, we got rid of it. Oh, okay. We got rid of it. And that was a huge blessing. I wanted one. The kids never wanted lessons. We got it for free. And then I had a friend that whose son used to come over to the house all the time and play on the piano. And I told Brian, it's taken up space. None of our kids play. And so I asked my friend if she wanted it. And she said, Nicole, I've been praying. And yeah, I gave it to her. Do you know, back to what that. you talk about with pineapple, God answers little prayers like that all the time, right? So here's the thing. I love how God loves me. I love the little, just the little the details. The little things. The little things. So we, as you, last summer, we redid the deck. Mm-hmm. We've got new steps. Brian and our friend Wade did two steps this weekend. You'll have to oh, see that. Beautiful. I plan to. I know, I know. Invite us over. We love to, I know. <laughs> So we've got those, and then we're going to do another set of steps. So I got new umbrellas this year. They're black and white, and they're striped. So I go to switch something, and we've got our surfboard that we bought in Hawaii that Brian designed, and it says the Schmitz. It's just a centerpiece type of a thing, a decoration? Yeah. Oh, we nice. Had it, we had it on our lanai in Hawaii. Every house we've ever had, we've had it. But he nice. designed, it says the Schmitz, and says yeah. established 97. The tail tip of the surfboard is black and white stripe. And so from afar, here's this bright orange and yellow surfboard with black and white stripe that goes along with the black and white umbrellas. Mm. It's aesthetically pleasing. And I just stood there and I said, thank you, Lord. Those little details, like... But you're totally into that. Like, you get the whole design thing. And I I just don't... No, 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 what I'm saying, this isn't about you. What I'm saying is... (laughs) It's about how God speaks to me and just that, and that's what I'm saying. Yes. If you have a gifting and this is how he speaks to you. That was my point. I wasn't trying oh, to make it about me. I'm trying you. to make it about your gifting. <laughs> I'm trying to make it about your okay, gifting. What other so gifting you can do look you can look at things and you can see how they are supposed to go together. I try. I'm not I don't It's a gifting. It's, thank you. It's humbling. Because yeah. I enjoy it and it's fun and I do say, Okay Lord, what do I mean I like talk to him when I do this stuff. I do. I do too when I do music. Yeah. I mean, that's my gifting. Okay. And it charges go. me up and it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing what I'm supposed to be accomplishing. And so because technology is so awesome, we are recording this podcast at the coffee shop and my battery went dead. And I looked over and boom, there we were. There was nothing recorded beyond what you just heard. So this is the ending of this said podcast. <laughs> Nicole, say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.